all the time, as you and I both know. People are like, you're going to die alone. You suck. <laughs> all these different things. And I'm like, why are you coming at me like that? Hi, I'm Anna Olson, and you're listening to We're Not Kidding, a podcast devoted to sharing stories surrounding the child-free life. As a life coach, I'm passionate about helping women feel confident and empowered in their choice not to have children. And I believe that by sharing our stories, we help break the stigma. So let's dive in. All right. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm so excited by popular request. We finally have Marcella, the child-free millennial on the podcast. Welcome, Marcella. Thank you so much. (laughs) We made it. (laughs) We did. We did. This has been a little while coming, but it's so good to be here, be chatting with you. So I like to ask my guests and I'd love to know your story. How did you come to the realization that you didn't want kids? And what did that look like for you? Yeah, so <laughs> very long story, but I'll condense it because <laughs> I've got time for listening to an hour and a half long podcast. But basically, so I guess I'll start with, I was once married. Last year I got divorced. And so Congrats. I had this awakening while I was still a married woman. Um, rest in yeah. peace. We don't know her. She's dead. She's gone. <laughs> um, but um, I was married to an only child, which I think plays a big part in this Mm. whole story, because as an only child, his mother had no other option for grandchildren, but him. And so I grew up never really like wanting to be a mom. I've never played with babies and stuff like play, pretend, never did that. I also have three older brothers. So maybe that has something to do with it. (laughs) I don't know, but uh, definitely a tomboy, definitely a tomboy. So anyways, I was married and about two, three years into the marriage, he was like, Hey, like, what are we going to do about kids? I know like we haven't really talked about it. You're not really sure if that's something you want to do, don't want to do. And I was like, honestly, I don't think I want them. Like, and I was questioning myself because I thought one day I would just wake up and like, it would just be like, okay, I want to have a baby. Let's do this. You know, which never happened. Um, and still hasn't happened. I always say that I'm open to change. No matter if, if it's me, if I did wake up one morning and I felt this very strong urge to have a kid, I'd be like, okay, well, why are we doing this? You know, like what are the reasons as to why my mind has changed? Yeah. But yeah, that never came. And it was hard. I, I definitely think it was hard for his mom, which I never was like super vocal either way. I was just like, oh, we're just waiting, you know, like we're young. <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> um, and so I was never like super firm on my stance because I myself wasn't even firm on the stance. I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Anyways, fast forward a little bit before we had actually gotten divorced. I was Google searching as any millennial. <laughs> Googling, what do you do if you don't want to have kids? <laughs> and, yeah. Um, I, I didn't find anything. Okay. I I'm lying. I did find a few articles talking about like terrible things. I said about people who don't want to have kids. I found a few Instagram accounts, a few YouTube videos about people just talking about it openly. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I am not the only person on this planet earth who doesn't want to have kids. What the heck? Because right. Genuinely. I thought I was the only one. I will say my parents are both Hispanic, both from South America came when they were in their twenties and also Christian. And so like, that is the double whammy. Not only are yeah. you coming from a very family centered religion, but a family centered culture. And so it it was never something that was ever even talked about at all. I didn't know anyone who didn't have kids. 
I didn't even know it existed. And so anyways, I Google searched, I found some things and I was like, okay, like this is interesting. Um, and I was like, but I'm not finding what I'm looking for. I was looking for a community. I was looking for someone, literally for someone to just talk to and tell them my story and for them to be like, I feel you. Like I'm literally in your shoes. Yeah. My best friend of all time has two kids. And that is the one thing that we cannot relate to each other because she's living a totally different life than I am, which is fine. I'm happy for her. But when it comes to wanting to feel seen and heard, like I, I had no one. So anyways, I started the Instagram account for the most selfish reason. I, I honestly just wanted to make friends. I was like, <laughs> have no friends in real life or on the internet period. I could just start there. Like I literally felt like I had no friends that I could connect with. And so started the Instagram, then went over to YouTube and yeah, that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start the Instagram? Was that like, it was last February. Okay. I and I will say, oh my gosh. And even back then I had just a handful of people that were following me on Instagram who meant the world. I remember kind of just like barely touching the surface of like, I'm getting a divorce just because it was like, I don't want to put this on the internet and all this stuff. And the support that came from these strangers, these literal oh. strangers, I can't tell you how much, like I, I would be sobbing in the, in the corner of my room, which coming full circle, I'm in the corner of my room, right now, <laughs> but, different room, but I would be sobbing because I'd be like, these strangers care so much about me when there's people in my real life who have no idea what I'm going through or they do know and they don't seem to be caring as much. And so anyways, that just solidified the fact that like I needed these people in my life. <laughs> yeah, wow, that is so, it's so powerful. And thank you for sharing all of that too. And I love too your story. Like, you know, you had the cultural background, you had the religious background and just these pressures that are so strong yet invisible if you're immersed in them, right? Like- yeah. And for you to come to this and figure out, okay, I don't want kids and I, and like to Google it, totally been there. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and then, and then to be like, okay, I want to, I want to be the platform that I was seeking, which is really cool. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I wish that I would have found someone like me, not saying that like, I, I, I'm like the best of the best, you know, but I wanted to find someone my age with the same like Christian, Hispanic. I wanted to find that and I did it. And I was like, gosh, dang it. I don't feel safe. Even though like there are people out there that have the same, you know, child-free, childless, whatever it is. Like I, yeah. I still couldn't fully relate to them. Like a lot of people who are in the LGBTQ plus community and a lot of people who are atheist or they just don't believe in any religion. And for me, I was like, I can't relate. Like oh, I, I don't yeah. come from that background. I don't come from that background at all. Um, not saying that I don't support any of those people, but it's just what yeah. I grew up learning and what, how I was raised and all this stuff. Like I found it so hard to relate to someone who was child-free because they went through IVF and all these things. And they happen to just embrace the lifestyle. I'm like, I, no, I can't relate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd love to hear more. Like what were the things that you were seeking for that are really important that you speak up about on your platform that you weren't yeah, seeing so elsewhere? What I was looking for most was someone my age, genuinely. Okay. Like, I didn't know. And a lot of the people that went to high school, college, all that stuff with, they already have kids. Like I, I know maybe a handful of people that I was close with 
back in the day who still do not have kids, but they want to have kids. And so I was like, I don't belong anywhere. I'm a little outcast, you know, just wandering, trying to find my little group. And I, I didn't find it. And it was so hard because I was married to someone whose mom really, really wanted me to have kids. My best friend has kids. I have three older brothers. Two of them have kids. Like I was just surrounded by, you know, parents, which is not a bad thing by any means, but I just felt in that way. I felt so alone. And I was just like, this sucks. You know, like nobody, nobody really knows what's going on in my head, even though I can tell my mom, like, I mean, I've, I've told my mom plenty of times before I came out as being child-free. I was like, mom, I don't think I want to have kids. And she's like, you know what? I don't think you'd be a good mom either because you sleep too much. And I'm like, I know. I was like, I literally know. <laughs> so I, I, I definitely have found people who are my age, which I'm grateful for. But I also am so grateful for the people who are older than me that are mm. like 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, who are like, you know what? When I was your age, I felt the same things. But now being 44, like I feel so secure in my decision. I have no regrets. Like that makes me feel so good because all the time, as you and I both know, people are like, you're going to die alone. You suck. <laughs> all these different things. And I'm like, why are you coming at me like that? You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's face it. Old age isn't appealing as it is. <laughs> yeah. Onset of fear and then like throw that at us because we don't have kids. It just makes it even worse. <laughs> yes. I'm like, what are you trying to do to me? <laughs> oh my right. Yeah. So how has, you know... I love that little story about your mom and how she's like, you sleep too much. Um, how have your family and friends and those close to you in your inner circle, how have they responded to you not only being child-free, but having a platform and speaking up about it? So as you can probably assume, my parents were like, what? When I told them that I didn't want to have kids, they're like, you can't do that. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, uh, you're supposed to have kids. Like that's what you're supposed to do. And I was like, see, and I get that, but I don't feel the desire. <laughs> and, uh, for me, like desire is huge, 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 huge. If I feel like I want to do something, I'm going to freaking do it. Like <laughs> doing an Instagram, doing a, a, a YouTube channel, like I'm going to do it. And it's going to be something that I put my heart and soul into. If I don't have a desire, like getting up in the morning, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to stay in bed, <laughs> you know? And so um, when I told my parents, they were like, okay. And they, they weren't, I'm not gonna lie. They weren't supportive at first. Um, because they didn't know anybody who didn't have kids either. Like it, it wasn't something that we were ever exposed to. And so they were like, okay, I don't really agree with that, but you know what, like do whatever you want. And then I just kept talking to them, just being like, I don't know. Like, I, I've really been thinking about this. Like, this is something that's weighing on my heart. <laughs> like, like genuinely, yeah. I, I was like, at, at like a crossroads, but also like very, because of the religion, because of, and I'm not saying that I'm still religious, definitely love Christianity, love that whole thing. But the people make you feel like you're less than like you're, I don't know, just an unbeliever. I don't know. Um, yeah. And so I definitely felt like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Like, this was a, a huge turning point in my life. Either I was going to have a baby, which thank the Lord I did it <laughs> because I'd be a single mother right now. And that sounds like the worst thing in the world. But I was like, either I'm going to have a baby to please my mother-in-law, my parents, my whatever church friends, or I'm going to do something so scary and like tell these people that I really don't actually want to have a kid. And a few weeks, months into talking to my parents about just like my concerns and being like, mom, dad, like I, 
I'm scared. <laughs> like telling them I'm actually really scared because I know that this is a big deal. Like choosing not to have kids is a huge deal. And so I was just telling them my, my honest thoughts and, uh, it definitely took a while, but now they're, I mean, they're totally content and happy. And one of my brothers, like I said, I have two that have kids. One of my other brothers, um, is also child-free. He also came out, I don't know, yeah. as being child-free. I don't know if that's because I was like, okay, I'll be the black sheep. Like I'll be the first to get divorced and also the first to <laughs> say, don't have kids. Like I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll pave the way. And it's so funny because me and my other child-free brother, we are always constantly helping my parents with things. If it's picking up from the airport or doing like last weekend, me, my dad and my other brother, we helped build a fence in the backyard. And my dad and my mom are like, we're so grateful for you. And I'm like, the only reason that the other boys aren't here is because they have a family, they have kids, they have all these responsibilities. And so I'm like, yeah, thankful that we're available. (laughs) (laughs) So I think they're coming around. I think they're, they're seeing that like, you know what? that's okay. Like if they don't want to have kids more power to them, they're obviously still contributing members <laughs> to the society. Um, and, right. and that's, you know, that's how it's going to be. Yeah. I think it's really cool in listening to how that evolved and how you were just so open the whole time with them and sort of like, yeah, this is really weighing on me and letting them have that inside look. You weren't just making this decision like on a whim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, it just has me thinking about my own experience and like, huh, had I done things a little differently, I wonder if it would have been it's sort of a sticking point between me and my mom who I was raised Catholic. We have a very, you know, she's oh. fully still in the church. So, you know, like very much has said to me like having kids is what we're here to do, right? Yeah. Like yeah. be fruitful, multiply. I'm like, oh, okay, I see sure. where you're coming from, but also no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 I definitely think it helps that I have siblings that do have children. So they have that the the grandchildren is checked like that. The box is checked. But at the same time, like when I was having those conversations with my parents, I was like, mom, dad, like, you know, that I love kids. Like I used to be a full-time nanny. I manage a kid's soccer league. Like my life revolves around kids. And I was like, you know, that I care for kids and I love kids though. Sometimes I don't show it on my Instagram because people would come (laughs) after me with pitchforks and be like, no, we hate kids. But I'm always vocal about like the, the fact that I do care and love about kids. And my mom's like, yeah, I know. Like I I can totally see that. Um, she's like, but I think maybe you're calling here like spirituality. She's like, maybe you're calling here is not to be a mom yourself, but to help others to be moms or mentors or whatever to other children or people. And it doesn't have to be in a capacity where you actually gave birth to a child. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so a- I was like, thanks mom. <laughs> yeah. That's like a really beautiful take. And especially coming, knowing like her own backgrounds for right. her to come and say that to you. I feel like that's really, really beautiful, really understanding and just, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. And I, I wasn't expecting that just because like, I think, you know, your parents, you know how they're going to react to things, but I feel like as a grown adult, they are like, okay, well, obviously she's not six years old anymore. Like she, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and, and my mom was like, yeah, like it's, it's totally okay. I understand. Like, like I said, you sleep too much <laughs> and, uh, you eat too much candy. And so that's just how it's going to be. And I'm like, you know what, mom, thanks for, thanks for insulting me. But at the same time, thanks for understanding. <laughs> we love a passive aggressive mom. Don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Right. (laughs) I just like, I, I love your energy. I love how not only like your 
super vibrant. You're super unapologetic, <laughs> but also it's, it's clear how much you have some of like the family values. Like you were telling about being there last weekend, helping build a fence with your parents. And, yeah. you know, I, before we jumped on this call, you said the only reason you still live in Missouri is because that's where your parents are. And so like, yeah. um, and also like the, the love of kids and not being afraid to be around kids or be instrumental in their life. And I just think that it's a really cool combination of traits that you have. I'm just so glad you're out there being uh, a voice for this community and being a representation of, like you said, like those things you didn't see, the the Christian values, the um, Hispanic background, and, and yeah. also Midwest. I don't know how many of us there are, but it's really it's, cool. It's hard. It's hard being in the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> living such taboo, you know, stigmas, lives, whatever. Right. Right. I feel like I, I don't know if this, it would be interesting to see like if there were studies done on this, but it does feel like it's even slightly more taboo in these rural, more rural Midwestern states, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I find so much joy uh, in like the online community because in person, like all of my friends that I have in person here in town, they do have kids. And so it's really hard, even though they know that I don't want to have kids myself and they're totally, totally understanding, respectful and everything of that. Um, it's still hard because yeah. when you, when you get around them and their friends who maybe don't know you and they're like, Oh, do you have kids? And you're like, well, my, my friend here, the one that I know knows that I don't want to have kids, but I don't want to go into that with you because like, you might not understand and you might judge me and all these things. And so right. I, I definitely am like, no, no, I don't, you know, just, I have my dog, <laughs> you know, that whole thing. But um, yeah, it would be hard. It would be very, very hard if, I don't know if I wasn't as uh maybe just like secure in my, in my decision. Right. Yeah. It's so interesting that you say that because I feel that dichotomy too is, you know, I, I love being vocal about this and it's super easy on the, on, in the online space, but then here in my community, yeah. it's like a town of 8,000 people. And oh, my gosh. oh my gosh. Yeah. That yeah, that's small. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I, I, I'm not going to offer this up just like point blank, you know? No, no. <laughs> and, and, um, so I got my hair cut last week and the hairdresser started talking about her kids and I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. She's like, so do you have any kids? And I was like, ah, oh, just, just a fur baby. Like, and then right, she's, right. she was super cool about it. She's like, oh yeah, my, my brother doesn't want or have kids either. And so it like, like, is he on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was kind of like, you just kind of have to like suss it out a little bit. Be like, yeah, um, yeah. do I think they're going to respond well or not? And then if, if I had gotten the other vibe, I would have just been like, yeah, no kids, like not say for a baby, not say anything. Just be like, have you ever gotten someone who was like, like in your face? No, actually, like I, other than my mom, <laughs> I don't <laughs> think I've had anyone in person be like, yeah, that's weird. Or like yeah. push back. I, so I did. <laughs> oh, it was, it was actually my ex mother-in-law. Um, and she went off like she, and that was the first time that someone's actually said something to my face. That's that like, kind of, I, I was like, Whoa, <laughs> you know, like, right. we're going there. okay. She, I mean, she was just saying the whole thing and she's also very, very, um, devout Christian. And she was like, you know, you're going to go to hell and all these things, like all the things. And she's like, I can't believe you're denying me of this. And I'm, I, I, just was, I sat there and I'm like, should I whip my phone out and like record this? So I, can <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but at the same time, like, 
should I throw hands? Like, what should I do in this situation? So yeah, I've never had that again. And, and okay. ultimately I was just like, okay, like, yep, I'm going to hell. You know, like, <laughs> I was just very like, you're right. You're right. But I've never had that happen. Obviously online. It's so different. Everybody wants like the death wishes, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but in person, that's the only time in person that I've I've been attacked and I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I fortunately have not, but <laughs> not who knows? It it could still- <laughs> okay. So you have, you have Instagram and YouTube. Are you active anywhere else? Like TikTok or, um, uh, yeah. And I, I just honestly just take the same content and just push it to the other platforms, except yeah. for like videos that I have to like sit down and record those. But yeah, it's been, it's been fun. And even though I'm not dancing, you know, like a TikToker, it's still fun to put my opinions out there, <laughs> which yeah. can't be as controversial as dancing TikTokers. <laughs> True. <laughs> did you have any experience doing YouTube videos before, or did you just sort of dive in on this topic? So Back in like 2016, I had started a YouTube channel, which I should probably put on private because all y'all are going to be tied to look for it, but don't you dare. I'm putting it on private. (laughs) So anyways, I started a YouTube channel and uh, I was doing just like funny daily holiday videos. You know how it's like, oh, it's national pickle day or whatever. So I would like celebrate the holiday, um, which didn't last very long. I I did it for maybe like a few months, but, uh, I guess it wasn't, it wasn't what I was meant to do. I I was passionate about it, but it wasn't something that I, I could see myself doing long-term. And uh, apparently the people didn't want to watch it either. (laughs) So I, uh, so I stopped and then, you know, just lived my life, did whatever. And then when I was going through like my child-free phase thing. It's not a phase mom. It's not a phase mom. (laughs) Um, I was like, I really want to get back into the YouTube space because I loved it. I just loved sitting and talking in front of a camera. Um, Like podcasting, you're a great host. I I could never, like I could literally never. So props to you. But I I was like, I want to get back in in front of the camera. And so I decided to start recording videos and just talk about like my experience and my, I guess my story a little bit too on there about how I decided not to have kids. And, um, the reason why I chose the, the username child free millennial was actually really, it's kind of cool. There's this podcaster called Kate Kennedy. Um, and she is like based out of Chicago. She is like a 35 year old, I want to say, and made this episode about it was called childless millennial, like highly, highly recommend because that's what sparked me to start all of this. I listened to that podcast twice in a row, like literally twice in a row. It was that good. It was about her, this 35 year old girl that's living in Chicago, figuring out whether or not she should have kids, the pros, the cons, the, the debates that people are having. It's so good. So, so good. I listened to the podcast and I was like, Oh my gosh. I was like, there is a need for this. And so that's when I started Googling all the things. And I, I, I didn't like the, the name childless. And so I was, I was kind of, again, on Google, um, Googling, <laughs> like, what do you call someone who doesn't have kids? And so I was reading different terms, which I came across child free, which apparently is like a newer term, I want to say. And uh, I was like, Oh, I love that. I was like, I love child free because less makes, makes it feel like, like you're missing something. You're less than, you know, right. Versus 
free. And I was like, I love that. Cause it's freedom. Like I feel so free for so liberated. <laughs> and so I was yeah. like, child free millennial, let's go with it. <laughs> I love it. It's such a brilliant name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not only like, so recognizable, but it's also, it's just memorable. Like it works so well. I yeah. major props to Kate Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's super cool. I'm going to have to check that podcast out. And it's so funny that you were saying you couldn't be a podcast host because I did an Instagram live yesterday and I almost didn't post it because I was like, I can't just sit and talk at a camera. Like <laughs> it like, it is not a skill that I have. I lose my train of thought. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I, I do too. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> that's why there's so many jump cuts. Cause it's me like, oh, like screaming in the camera. Like I, I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> well, I watch you and I'm like, oh yeah. It's just like your energy just comes through the camera and it's like so fun. It just like draws you in. It's, re it's really good. It's really oh, good. Thanks. You have a skill. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yeah. So are there any things that you have in the works? And obviously if there are things you can't talk about, but like where, where's child free millennial going? We're going worldwide, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Like I said, I initially started this because I just wanted to make friends. Yeah. Um, and as I can see, there's so many people out there who don't have kids, don't want kids, are on the fence about having kids, who want content, who need need someone out there to be like, oh my gosh, somebody out there knows what I'm talking about, you know? And so yeah. I don't know where this is going. I'm kind of just going with the flow. I, uh, I am now monetized on all platforms. And so I'm like, should I turn this into a full-time job? Like, what should this become for me? So I'm kind of in like a, like a limbo of like, what am I doing? <laughs> you know? Yeah, so I definitely, um, am going to continue, you know, unless I don't know, I lose my left pinky, then I might stop. But <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think we're just going to keep keep making content grinding and until Skittles sponsors me, I'm not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I've always thought it would be fun to get, um, like Skittles. That's much more PG. I've always wanted to get <laughs> sponsored by like a condom brand company. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm like, Beautiful. it's genius. <laughs> Let's manifest that. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm also seeing like, as, as we're talking manifesting, like a, like a child-free millennial coach, Anna Olson world tour coming. So yeah, let's just yes. put that out there. <laughs> How fun would that be though? I, oh my gosh. I know if I won the lottery, <laughs> I, would win. I don't even play, but if I won, I know. <laughs> Same. I would go <laughs> so I'm curious, having the experience that you now have of your platform, meeting other child-free people in the online space, what has this added to your life? Oh my gosh, that's a good question. It's added so much. And like, the thing is, obviously online, most of my content is just based around being child-free, a little divorce, a little dog mom content. And so most people don't really know like who I am as a person, what I'm doing, you know, the day-to-day -day stuff, but people DM me and they're like, how are you today? And like the community that I have been able to just like jump into has been so, so like I said, when I was going through a divorce, people just being like, Hey, I remember, I distinctly remember getting a message from someone that said, Hey, I noticed you haven't been posting very much. I hope you're doing okay. And I was like, just bawling. Oh my like, gosh. Literally the, sweetest, the fact that someone even cares. And so I think what this community has added, or even just like the child-free 
aspect of my life. It's added so much, so many friendships. Unfortunately, they're online and I, I don't know that I'll ever be able to meet all these people in, in person, but I can only hope, you know, that we win the lottery yeah. um, <laughs> because I would, but just the amount of friendships and honestly, like confidence, I feel like I have been able to gain and build so much more confidence, confidence, being in front of a camera, confidence, you know, telling people in person, uh, no, I don't want to have kids. And that's, that's something that is kind of a big part of my life, um, in the online um, space. And so being able to, and like, my relationship with my parents, I feel like has kind of taken a twist that I wasn't expecting, but a good one, you know? (laughs) So it's added so much. And I am so, 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 so grateful for the fact that I went through some really, really hard stuff last year to be able to be where I'm at today. Because I feel like if I hadn't gone through a divorce, if I hadn't, you know, had that conversation with my mother-in-law, if I hadn't had all these different things happening in my life, I would have just, okay, like, yeah, maybe one day we'll have kids, you know, still be in that same headspace. So yeah, I, it's been amazing. And uh, pray for my left pinky so we don't have to end this. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, I genuinely, genuinely love love, love, love being here in the child-free community. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's quite clear that child-free community loves having you too. Um, (laughs) yeah, you get the shout outs for sure. (laughs) And they're deserved. Yeah. Yeah. So all the prayers for that pinky. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) What is something that you hope people take away from your content? Ooh, yeah. Great question. So like I always say at the end of my videos, I I always say, this is your life. These are your decisions. Live your best life. And the reason I chose that for the end of my videos, I, when I first started, I was like, what should I say at the end? Like, I feel like I need to like leave them with something, you know? Yeah. And, uh, the thing that I always want to stress is that I, I am not trying to bash parents. Yes, we have a little bit of fun and we try to, you know, playfully, um, tactfully, um, (laughs) you know, address the subjects, but I never want to feel like parents are less than, or that kids are less than, or that I don't like either of them, um, because that's not true. And I, I don't want parents, even though a lot of them do come to my content and feel like they are not welcomed. Obviously it's not the kind of content that I'm sure they would normally be consuming just like I'm not on you know mommy pages looking at like the best formula to feature you know (laughs) but I I just want people to know and take away that no matter what you choose in life no matter if you wake up tomorrow and you're like oh my gosh I feel like I want to be a mom like it is your life like you can do whatever you want with it who am I to say that you can or can't do something that you should or shouldn't you know I always say like who am I to say that parents are better or parents are worse or whatever, because like, it's, it's all subjective. And so living your best life could look completely different than my living my best life. And that's okay because that's, that's what makes us unique. That's what makes the world go around, you know, diversity, all that. And so I, I always just want people to know that whatever, whatever it is in their life that they enjoy doing their likes or dislikes, that's fine. Just live your best life, but also li- let me live mine. And don't tell me I'm going to die alone. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I'm like, yeah. if I do die alone, that's okay. Cause you won't be there. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I love that. And I do love that message that I feel like you really put out there that it really is about everyone at an individual level, figuring out what's best for them and going for it, whether that's having kids, whether that's not, but really it's like, what is your intentional life and building that and, and doing what you feel 
called to not because that's what's expected, but that's because you genuinely want to do. So, yeah. And, and I too, it's like, you know, sometimes it can be hard not to like laugh at kids having tantrums and being like, oh my God, I'm so relieved. I never have to deal with that. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) It's just, it's playful. It's all playful. Yeah. 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 I love that. And also I feel like doing it in a playful way can open the conversation, even with parents. Like the, the, parents, which I mentioned Kate Kennedy's podcast, she she touches on this in a very, very beautiful way about how parents like to put out self-deprecating humor. They like that. They love making fun of themselves and they love focusing on the like less glamorous parts, like the mom drinking the wine in the closet kind of thing, (laughs) you know, like that's something they're putting out there in the world. And so I feel like the same way that they are like tactfully, you know, doing that humor. I feel like it's okay for us to do the same. And maybe I should make more humor, making fun of the child-free community. I don't know, but I definitely think like there's a, there's a right and a wrong way to go about it. And so I'm trying to do it in the best way that I can. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it comes through. I really do. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This has been so much fun. Is there anything else you want to chat about? Like anything we haven't covered that you want to make sure we do? I think nailed it, to be honest. (laughs) We just got to get dates for the world tour. (laughs) We'll both be going. It'll be great. So guys, like, comment, share, subscribe, all the things. (laughs) Help us make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I love it. So how can people, if they, I mean, I'm guessing everyone will have found you already who's listening to this, but if they haven't. How do they find you? How do they, what's the best platform to connect with you? Probably just right here on Instagram, child-free millennial. Okay, perfect. If you're you're into longer video content, YouTube, child-free millennial. So (laughs) awesome. There you have it. Child-free millennial. Go find her. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much, Marcella. It was an absolute honor and joy to have you on the podcast. I love talking with you. Thank you. I'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you haven't already, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. This is how we reach more people. And in doing so, that's how we break the stigma. I would really appreciate your support in that and helping this podcast reach more listeners. And if you're someone who is struggling with any aspect of your child-free life, head over to my website and book your free clarity call. We'll talk about how you can start living your best child-free life with intention and purpose today.